Well, hello. Thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh, my goodness gracious. You are on a rock and roll today. That's right. You're over there jamming in the corner in the basement studio located on the bowels of the basement studio. That's right. Located on the shores of the mighty Seneca River flowing all the way to the Great Lake of Ontario, the smallest of the Great Lakes. Beautiful this time of year, Lake Ontario. If you make a right, you're going to end up right up to the St. Lawrence Seaway. Go past 1,000 islands in Kingston, Ontario. You get all the way up there, then you head out to the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful, beautiful up the Atlantic Ocean, all the way around the world, just like my voice is right now. If you make a left, you're going to find yourself heading right over towards Buffalo, head a little north into Toronto, Canada. Beautiful city, Toronto. Beautiful city, Buffalo. Make a left, go over Niagara Falls into Lake Erie, and there you are in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland Browns, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Great city, Cleveland, Ohio. Wonderful, wonderful city. That's right, Tim Marr failing up. Jungle Jim in the corner with his pint glass in front of him on his synthesizer. Just waiting for some tips. I got a tip for you, Jungle Jim. Plant your peas early. It's spring. It's spring has sprung. We're getting close to summer, but spring has sprung, and there's so much going on. My goodness gracious. History in the wind right now. We have the uh, committee on the January 6th committee presenting on television right now, uh, rivaling some of the great television uh, trials, the great television hearings, right up there with Senator... Joe McCarthy of the, the late 50s, Watergate of the 70s. Probably the Clarence uh, Thomas hearings for um, with Anita Harris. And um, what else do we have there? We have uh, uh, Watergate, O.J. Simpson. But this is a hearing. So this is going to be really up there, right up there at history with all those other wonderful, great, historic hearings. And I hope people pay attention. I hope they do. And I hope you... You know, you have an open mind and realize that, you know, you know, something really serious occurred here. No matter the amount of time or the amount of manipulation, there was an insurrection against the Capitol. There was a uh, coup to try to um, invalidate an election and to steal it by a sitting president, which is, you know, incredible, dangerous and all of those things. Here we come in, kicking into summer. It's still June, but we're kicking into summer. That's right. A lot of uh, students out of school, graduations, all happening all over the place. The next generation gets ready to get out there in the world and take it over. All the inspirational speeches that will be at all these graduations. And then everyone will go on out and step into the world and make it theirs. That's right. Make it theirs. Their world. And the way we do that is celebrating Education. Education. Keep learning. Keep the mind open. Keep inquisitive. Keep informing yourself. The greatest, the greatest tool that we have, the greatest weapon that we have is education. And those in power, those that are running the show, they bank on individuals not being educated. They bank on, and it's insulting, but through the centuries, it's always been those in privilege that have tried to repress others. And how do they do that? By not providing them the opportunity of an education, the opportunity to learn. Because once you're able to learn and once you start you start becoming aware of things, what happens in education is you really learn, you start asking questions and you start wanting answers. 
And that's not what that's not what um, the leaders in some cases of today want. They want you to just believe everything they say. That's why the propaganda of Trump was so successful. Because people just believe it because it's a lazy mind. That's why during the, the Civil War and prior, that's why they wanted to keep African Americans from being able to read and write. And, and because back then, slave owners knew that education, education was the greatest threat to them. Education is the most powerful weapon in the world. Because once you learn, and once you can question, and once you can reason, you can motivate others. You can, the, the propaganda, you start to compare things. And it doesn't matter if you're left or right or red or white or purple or whatever your, whatever your, your political persuasion may be. When, you're, when we allow education to come into place, because you know what? There are people with conservative views, and maybe they, some of those views do make sense. There are people with liberal views, and maybe some of those make sense. But until people start really learning the points and counterpoints, that can't happen. And then those that really control things, those that really, you know, the ones behind the curtain, they don't want you to learn. They don't want you to think that. They don't want you to question. They just want you to believe. They want you to believe what you're being fed. They want you to believe what you get in the news isn't true. And it's incredible. Here's, here's a hearing on an insurrection. It's right in front of your face, for God's sakes. It can't be any more blatant than that. It's right there in front of your face. And people don't believe it. People don't real. They, they just don't want to believe it. They want to believe the, the, the spewing, vile language coming out of who they be, believe to be their leaders. How insulting is that? How insulting and arrogant of these leaders to think, oh, they'll believe it because they don't, they, they just don't have the, 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 the way to think things through. They'll believe whatever I say. If I say the earth is flat, they're going to believe it. So the most important weapon, the most important tool we have in our society is education. And, and education comes in a lot of forms. It doesn't have to be a formal education. It doesn't have to be an Ivy League piece of paper. But it's just always wanting to learn, always wanting to learn, whether it be in a conventional way or be in your own way. Always wanting to learn, always wanting to be aware, always wanting to be inquisitive, always wanting to, to read and to, to do whatever it is to stimulate your mind. You know, some of the greatest minds that have ever walked the face of this earth did not sit in classrooms, but they kept themselves informed and they kept themselves curious and they fed their imaginations. Einstein said, imagination, imagination rules the universe. And once you start, you get down that path, you just don't believe everything that comes your way. And it's, it's very difficult to manipulate groups when they're educated and they're informed. It's really hard to do. And again, it doesn't matter what side you're on or what you believe in or, you know, if you believe in red or white. The fact is that you're, you're, you're educated enough to make those decisions based on what you know and not what you're being fed and not what you're being told, but it's what you know. It's what, it's what, it, what, it's what goes into your value system. You know, that's what it's about. We talk about 
guns and all the, sh the horrible shootings. Yes, get, take care of the guns and so they're not so accessible. But then also you got to take care of the people. You know, what, what prompts somebody, what prompts an e epidemic where it seems okay to go in and just start blowing people away? What, what prompts that, that epidemic? Why, what, what, why, do, why do we think that's okay? Why, why do we, I don't know. I'm asking questions I don't know the answers to, but I do know the answer that if more individuals are afforded the opportunity to learn, then more individuals are afforded the opportunity, one, to succeed, and, and, and once, you, once you start learning, then you're able to succeed and you start feeling good about yourself. And you start having a little hope. And once you have some hope, you don't feel despair. And once you ha don't have despair, then you're not blowing people away. You're not being manipulated. You're not being manipulated by whatever, whatever press you believe in, but you're not being manipulated. At least you're able to question it. You're able to question whatever the... Whatever the press, you're able to question, how come I'm not seeing things? How come things aren't broadcast on the news? How come certain news carriers aren't broadcasting the, the um, hearings of the insurrection by the insurrection of January 6th committee? How come some people aren't broadcasting that? You ask those questions. You don't just assume that somebody's spoon-feeding you stuff. You know, there's a reason that people don't just eat junk they, they 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 know better they have to eat other things and you feed your mind the education is the way education is how people come together but they don't want you to be educated no 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 they want us all to be stupid that's right they want you to dummy you down they want you to watch tv and believe the 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 anchors and then the ex so-called experts who are these experts except they put a little title under their name on tv also they're experts they want you to believe the rants and raves that that feed into to maybe insecurities or feed into to um, places that you may not have awareness. They want to feed you so you feel like you're learning. But what you're learning is you're learning skewed messages. But they'll keep feeding because they know they know that you're not learning. You're not going to question them. You're just going to follow them blindly over the cliff no matter what. But learning is the key. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? And you think about all through history, I mean, way back, slave owners not wanting the slaves to be able to read and write out of fear, but they knew what would happen. They knew exactly what would happen. You go way, way, way back to the Middle Ages, you know, the poor peasants in the village and the serfs, they don't want them to learn. Don't be educated. Only the elite were educated. And that has carried through society for centuries. And it becomes it becomes a pattern. It became a pattern. You know, you're you're born into your lot in life, and certain lots in life are gonna have certain paths. You know, if you have a certain pedigree, you're gonna you're gonna follow a path. You're gonna end up at a, an Ivy school. You're gonna end up in a certain fraternity, or you know, if you want to do that, or you're you're gonna end up going down that road. And you're already being conditioned and channeled. But if then if you end up in a different lot in life, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna gonna. Maybe I should get educated. Not gonna. What do you think that jingle? Jim? Not gonna 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 gonna. But you're not gonna go down that path. Your path might be well, you know. People like me, we just, you know, we go to high school and we get out and, you know, just go grab a job. That's for the other folks. That's not for the other folks. It's for every folk. And now that education has been opened up, it's for everyone. 
not just the elite as it once was. That's what it was. It was once for the elite, and the elite created the elite, and it became incestuous, and a cycle, and a cycle, and a cycle, and a cycle. And during that cycle became oppression, because those that um, didn't believe that they could learn, because just not, not because they weren't smart enough, because they just didn't have the opportunity. That's why I went back to school. I had no desire. I was I had no desire. I wanted to get out of high school. I just wanted to get out of high school and get my two-year degree out of a community college. I went to a great community college, Onondaga Community College. Love Onondaga Community College. Some of the greatest memories and greatest friends of my life were made at that school. Creative folks. Just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people who I love dearly to this day. But then I started moving along, and I realized, because I had some friends who were a little bit older in the television stations, and they told me, look, man, you got to keep going. you got to keep going. And even when I took a huge 10-year break to try to perform, I knew I had to go back, because if I went back out of rebellion. I went back. I went out back to say, screw you. I'm going to come back, because then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to show you that a sweat hog can do it. That I, then I can question you. So I went back to Syracuse University. I went and got my master's degree from the best public administration school in the world, the Maxwell School at Syracuse University. Extremely proud of that. I love the Maxwell School. I love the faculty at the Maxwell School. Wonderful fact, because they got it. They understood it. And I did that so that I could walk into a room as a normal guy representing well, they judge you by your pedigree. And I could say, you know what? Screw your pedigree. I'm an Irish mutt. I'm an Irish immigrated third generation mutt. With some Viking and German in me. And a blue collar family who worked in, in great jobs. And everyone in our family ended up going to school. But I came in there to say, now I can think. Now I can reason. Now I can argue. Now I can make points. And even when I'm incorrect, which is most of the time, at least for some reason, for some reason they're listening. You know, oh, geez, you know, what's, what's your background, Tim? Tim, what's your background? What is your background? Oh my gosh, that's a very impressive background. Screw you. You don't know all of my background. You just know that piece of my background. But for a long time, it was the arrogance. Oh, where did you go to school? Oh, did you go to school? Oh, fetch my car. How do you make your car run? And education comes in all ways. I marvel, I marvel at those who learn trades and can, and can open up an engine and fix a vehicle. I marvel at those, you know, because it's funny because all of a sudden when your your house is flooding, who do you want? Who's a lot smarter than anybody is the plumber. Or you got a blackout, who do you want? The electrician. Or if your garbage is piling up, who do you want? But yet, Maybe we think, hmm, they might not just be up to my snuff. But they're up to your snuff when your frickin' septic tank's flooding into your kitchen. Sure, they're up to your snuff then. But the more, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be formal. You don't have to go sit in a classroom and, and, and march every, you know, march at the end of the year with a mortarboard. But it's having individuals stay curious. It's having individuals read. It's having individuals be aware, constantly developing their minds learning the importance of educating some of the greatest leaders abraham lincoln didn't even go to college but they learned they just chewed it up and spit it out and they learned what they needed to learn and they learned in a way that was enjoyable and was doable just like playing catch with a ball in the backyard they played catch with a book 
But the more you learn, the more you question. The more you learn, the less you're manipulated. The more you learn, the more you teach. And the more we teach each other, the less we can be manipulated by those that we can't see who, who tell you things. You know, tell you stuff. Oh, there's breaking news. Oh, that's baloney. Read. And not everything you read, even in the, the great papers of, the, of this world, the great news outlets of this world, they're not, you got you to compare. you got to compare to get a balance. But education, education, why do, you think, why do you think Putin's so afraid of having writers and those go out and, and question the propaganda that comes out? Because they, they open it up to thought. Oh, my God, what if people are thinking? What happened when we started thinking around the Vietnam War? Education, learning, because I'll tell you right now, the leaders of today are banking on ignorance. They're banking on ignorance. And when you look at the, the wild, divisive country that we live in, and you look at some of the bizarre arguments that are going, and some of the fantasy that's being perpetuated as reality, they're banking on ignorance. Well, withdraw from that account and see what they do they have to deal with intelligence because everybody has intelligence. I hear you, Jungle Jim. This is failing up. I know, Jungle Jim. I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. I know it's time to go. You want to get your canoe on the mighty Seneca River going all the way up to the Great Lake Ontario. I know, Jungle Jim. He's got a little musical canoe he's going to play this evening. It's his musical canoe. He takes one person at a time and canoes up and down for about a quarter of a mile and plays a synthesizer. But this is Tim Mar. That's Jungle Jim. And this is failing up.